Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. I am your host, Daniel Gundlach, and I am thrilled to share with you the opera and classical singers about whom I am most passionate. I hope that when you hear these voices, you might echo me in saying, God, I love her, or God, I love him. Now, Without any further ado, I bring you this week's episode. Hello, you darling people. Welcome to this week's episode of Counter Melody. I have something very special for you today. For me, there's a very nostalgic association with this particular record that I'm going to play for you. I don't know if you will have a similar nostalgic association with it. Perhaps not. But maybe some of these songs because it's all Cole Porter. Maybe some of those songs will resonate with you, bring up memories for you, as I gotta say, that's what this week has been for me, preparing this episode. I've got you under my skin I've got you deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart I've got you under my skin. I tried so not to give in. I said to myself, this affair never will go so well. But why should I try to resist the darling I know? I've got you under my skin I'd sacrifice anything, come what might For the sake of having you near In spite of a warning voice that comes in the night And repeat and repeat in my ear Don't you That was the exquisite song, I've Got You Under My Skin. It's from Cesare Sieppi's wonderful 1957 album, Easy to Love, the songs of Cole Porter. I had often seen this record upheld as one of the supreme examples of mastery in crossover music. 
many years ago now, one of the most important people in my life was a bass. We had this record on CD. We listened to it frequently. It certainly brings back a lot of memories, as do some of the arias that I'll be playing for you today, all with Cesare Siepi singing. That song, I've Got You Under My Skin, was introduced by the singer Virginia Bruce in the 1936 Eleanor Powell film Born to Dance. And this was Siepi's version. I should mention that in all of these Cole Porter songs, he is accompanied by the Roland Shaw Orchestra, who also accompanied George London on a similar crossover album that he recorded also for London Records the following year. Both of these are fantastic recordings. The next Cole Porter we're going to hear is You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To. And that was introduced in the 1943 film Something to Shout About, where it was sung by Janet Blair and fellow Wisconsinite Don Amici, who in fact was born in the same town where my mother lives now, as well as my youngest sister. Janet Blair, also a fantastic singer. There's a wonderful... TV version of One Touch of Venus that stars Janet Blair, and she's just magical. It's not that you're fairer than a lot of girls just as pleasing that I doff my hat as a worshiper at your shrine. It's not that you are rarer than asparagus out of season. Oh, my darling, this is the reason why you've got to be mine. You'd be so nice to come home to. You'd be so. Cesare Siepi is one of a long line of great Italian basses. We can go back even to the beginning of the 20th century. The bass Nazareno de Angelis is one of them. Another one who's very significant, of course, Tancredi Pazero. 
and the singer with whom C.A.P. is quite often compared, Ezio Pinza. Ezio Pinza was also the Don Giovanni of his age, as was Cesare C.A.P. I'm not playing any Mozart from C.A.P. today, that's something that you can look up and find, but I'm going to play for you instead, keeping with the crossover slash Broadway theme, C.A.P. singing the song created and made famous by his forerunner, Ezio Pinza, and that, of course, is some enchanted evening from South Pacific. This was from a 1957 television appearance. I just want to point out what a technical marvel Cesare Siepi is. In that example, when he sings Never Let Her Go, the first time is pianissimo, sung with a beautiful head tone, and then when he sings Never Let Her Go at the end, in the reprise, you get his full-voiced high E. These are not easy notes for a bass, but Siepi manages them quite wonderfully. Some enchanted evening You may see a stranger You may see a stranger Across the crowded room And somehow you One 
kind of quote-unquote crossover music that is open to Italian singers in particular are these so-called Neapolitan songs. I love so many of these songs. The great exemplar of these is the composer Paolo Tosti, who wrote so many of them. I'm going to offer one of them for you today in a 1948 recording by Cesare Siepi. That is the beautiful song Non Tamo Piu. The message of this song is ambiguous, I would say, because the singer is saying, I used to worship you, I would have laid the ground at your feet, etc., 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 but you spurned me, and you know what? I don't love you anymore. Now, is this said in a sarcastic, caustic, cruel way. I remember my dear friend Gloria Parker said this to me when she was giving me a dramatic coaching on one of my Hendel arias. She said, stand back from the pain and look at it. Wonder at how enormous it is and how you cannot believe that you are called upon to face it. But don't drown in it. I'm paraphrasing her. She's much more eloquent than I am in this regard. I think that's more C.A.P.'s approach to this song. Wistful, sad, regretful, but not particularly cruel.
here's another song in the Neapolitan genre that Siepi sang throughout his career. It's by Renato Brogi and it's called Visione Veneziana. As the title implies, it is a vision of Venice, but a sad one. The singer is describing going on a final journey with his beloved who has died and they are going to the cemetery where she is to be buried, traveling in a gondola. Now, I had said that this is in many ways a nostalgic trip for me today. This next aria certainly brings up profound memories for me. That is the aria from Nabucco, Tu sul labbro. It has perhaps the most glorious accompaniment, cellos only, if I'm not mistaken, accompanying the bass voice as the priest of the Israelites offers up this prayer. I just double-checked, and it is primarily accompanied by six solo cellos with occasional plucks from the double bass and a note here or there from the viola. This is a studio recording from 1954. <laughs> 
Now that bass that I lived with and loved for many years, this was another of his arias, Vira Viso. It's probably the most beautiful bel canto bass aria that I know of, and that's from Bellini's La Sonnambula. Bellini could write a melody like very few other composers could. Certainly Bellini is among the bel canto composers, the one with the most prodigious melodic gift. And this, I think, is one of his most glorious tunes. I'm following it briefly with the cabaletta to the aria, called Tu non sai. This is a recording from 1952, recorded for the Rai in Torino. Oh, oh, oh. 
summons a different kind of nostalgia for me. That is Luigi Denza's Funiculi Funicula, which was composed in 1880 in celebration of the first funicular built to the top of Mount Vesuvius. This, of course, is outside of Naples, and it was less than a year ago that David and I took our last two trips to Naples. Heaven knows when we will get back there again. I have such fond memories of it, and this song is a very playful reminiscence of that. This is from a 1962 recording that C.A.P. did called The Romantic Voice of Cesare C.A.P. Features all kinds of Italian songs in nice soupy arrangements. Speaking of soupy arrangements, here's another one for you. This is Itevuria Vaza. It's another of those wonderful Neapolitan songs. This is by Eduardo Di Capua and Alfredo Mazzucchi, who are also known for, among others, O Sole Mio. This is a much less happy song. I'm sitting with you and watching you in the garden, dreaming and wondering who it is that you're dreaming of rather than me. Oh, 
Now, my darlings, we're going to have a spate of Cole Porter, several in a row here. The first is In the Still of the Night. This was introduced by Nelson Eddy in the 1937 film Rosalie. It's certainly one of my very favorite Cole Porters, and I think that C.A.P.'s performance of it is just so beguiling. In the still of the night As I gaze from my window At the moon in its flight My thoughts all stray to you In the still of the night While the world in slumber all the times with a number darling when I say to This next song is I Get a Kick Out of You, introduced, of course, by Ethel Merman in Anything Goes. This was an early success of Ethel Merman's and the first of five 
Cole Porter musicals in which she appeared. It certainly features a number of her most iconic songs. And this one, I Get a Kick Out of You, gets a wonderfully Italianized performance here from Siepi. I love how he sings, among other things, about your fabulous face. My story is much too sad to be told, but practically everything leaves me totally cold. The only exception I know is the case when I'm out on a quiet spree. Fighting vainly the old on me And I suddenly turn and see Your fabulous face I get no kick from champagne The alcohol doesn't thrill me at all So tell me why should it be true That I get a kick out of you Some get a kick from cocaine I'm sure that if I took even one sniff that would bore me terrifically too Yet I get a kick out of you I get a kick every time I see you standing there Get a kick though it's clear to me You obviously don't adore me I get no kick in a plane Blind to I with some girl in a skies My idea of nothing to do Yet I get a kick out of you Here's a song that was originally intended for Anything Goes, but was cut before the show premiered. It was written for Merman's co-star William Gaxton, who was dissatisfied and unhappy with the song's wide vocal range. So it was cut, but resurfaced in the aforementioned film, Born to Dance, where it was introduced by Frances Langford, as well as Eleanor Powell and someone named James Stewart, who everybody but me loves. So... I particularly love the way that C.A.P. just rides the crest of the wide vocal range of this song. It just sends me into a little bit of a tizzy, frankly. I know too well that I'm just wasting precious time in thinking such a thing could be that you ever
Here's a wonderful novelty number. I actually sang this on a concert in Germany a few years ago. So I guess this is summoning up a certain kind of nostalgia for me as well. This is Wunderbar from Kiss Me Kate, where the two leads, originally played by Alfred Drake and Patricia Morrison as conflicted and combative exes working together in the theater, are reliving one of their first stage successes. This is one of the very best of those Viennese waltz parody numbers, such as one hears also in George and Ira Gershwin's By Strauss, for instance. But this one has a special place for me, and I hope for you too. Gazing down on the from our secret let us drink Lipchen wine in the moonlight benign to the joy of a dream come true. Boom, the bar, boom, the bar, what a perfect night for love. Here am I, here you are, quite Not a cloud near far, quite small than Wunderbar. Oh, I care, dear, for you madly, and I long, dear, for your kiss. I would die, dear, for you gladly, going to take a little 
little bit of a sidebar here to tell you that Cesare Siepi was also a very distinguished recitalist. He was not just an opera singer. He was not just a crossover singer. He did not let himself be confined to a single box. And here is a performance of his from Salzburg in July 56, accompanied by Leo Taubman of the Johannes Brahms favorite Vergebliches Ständchen, in which the young man knocks on the door of the girl in the middle of the night, begging her to let him in because it's so darn cold out there. She says, my mother told me about boys like you. I'm not letting you in. He's like, but I'll freeze to death and my love with it. And she's like, oh, well, why don't you just go home? Nighty night. This is a very adorable performance, I think. Guten Abend, mein Schatz, guten Abend, mein Kind. Guten Abend, mein Kind. Ich komm aus Lieb zu dir. Ach, mach mir auf die Tür. Mach mir auf die Tür. Mach mir auf, mach mir auf, mach mir auf die Tür. Mein Tür ist verschlossen, ich lass dich nicht ein. Ich lass dich nicht ein, Mutter, dir wird mir klug, wärst du herein mit Fug, wärst mit mir vorbei, wärst mit mir, wärst mit mir, wärst mit mir vorbei. So kalt ist die Nacht, so eisig der Wind, so eisig der Wind, dass mir das Herz erfriert, mein Lieber löschen wird, öffne mir mein Kind. Öffne mir, öffne mir, öffne mir, mein Kind. Lösche dein Leben, lass sie löschen nur. Lass sie löschen nur. Lösche sie immer zu, geheim zu Bett zu. Gute Nacht, mein Knab. Gute Nacht, gute Nacht, gute Nacht, mein Knab. As always, it's time for my little commercial break. Here goes. Dear friends, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support of Counter Melody in so many different ways. I continue to ask your support in getting the word out about this podcast. That's the most important thing. We need to create increased interest for this podcast. Well, maybe you don't, but I do. I'm assuming that you have an interest in the podcast as well. I hope so. If you can help me by doing the usual, subscribe, rate, review on any of the podcast platforms, and also just passing on the news to all of your friends who love great singing, great singers, opera, or crossover, as we're hearing today. The other initiative that I'm offering right now is bonus episodes to my Patreon subscribers. As I've stated in past episodes, given the pandemic, I want to offer bonus material for anyone who offers me as little as $2 a month. There's no limit to how much you can pledge, and thank goodness I have a number of supporters who have pledged more than that, and I'm so grateful for that. But every little bit counts. When you become a Patreon supporter, you will access the bonus episodes that I have been putting together. 
So far there are two, one on Iliana Kotrobash, the other one on Renata Scotto. I'm about to do another one and I think what I'm going to offer on this one is original versions of these Cole Porter songs that we're hearing today, including many of the singers that we've been talking about and some that are still to come. I'm also planning a memorial tribute to the great Italian Lirico Spinto Gabriella Tucci, who died last month at the age of 90. You can access my Patreon page by going to patreon.com slash countermelody. Just as a reminder for you all, you can also access the episodes via my website, countermelodypodcast.com. That's countermelodypodcast1word.com, where you can also find show notes for each episode, as well as the option of downloading all of the episodes from there. For the time being, all of the episodes from the first season will remain free and accessible to those who wish to hear them. If you haven't caught up on all of the episodes, today's episode 48. That means there are a lot that you may have missed and a lot of fun stuff there. So I recommend it very highly. And now back to the program. Thank you so much. Before we turn to the last few Cole Porter songs, I'd like to take a slight detour to explore some of the other Broadway material that Cesare Sieppi sang. First is a telecast performance from October 1952 of the song One Alone from the Desert Song by Sigmund Romberg and Oscar Hammerstein II. In this episode, the kinescope of which is viewable on YouTube, Cesare Siepi stands in front of a backdrop of a pyramid. You know, we are talking about the desert song after all. Looking very handsome, as was his want. Yes, 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 yes. He sings this beautiful song that's normally associated with tenors. Tenors from Mario Lanza to Richard Tauber. Here we get to hear a bass sing it, and it's very satisfying. Especially that gorgeous high note that he sings at the end. Whoa! Oh, my life. 
compatriot Ezio Pinza, Cesare Sieppi also appeared on Broadway. Pinza appeared twice on Broadway, first, of course, creating the role of Emile de Beck in South Pacific in 1949. This went for a long, extended run on Broadway, followed by his performance of César in Harold Rome's Fanny, or as it's originally called in the Pagnol films on which it's based, Fanny, which I think sounds a little bit nicer than Fanny. Like Pinza, Siepi appeared twice on Broadway, although neither of his ventures were as successful as either of Pinza's. I'll just pass briefly over the 1979 show called Carmelina, a flop which closed after 17 performances in spite of the fact that its creators were Burton Lane, the composer, Alan J. Lerner, the lyricist and co-book writer with Joseph Stein, who also wrote the book To Fiddler on the Roof. It starred Siepi opposite the amazing British actor-singer Georgia Brown. It bears a strong resemblance to the 1968 film Buonasera, Mrs. Campbell, which starred Gina Lolo Brigida. The creators of the musical, however, insisted that it was not based on the film from 11 years prior, but instead on the real-life story of a woman who claims to be a war widow who slept with three different Americans. One of those men was the father of her now 20-year-old child. It also, others have pointed out, bears a strong resemblance to Muriel's Wedding and also, of course, the ABBA smash Mamma Mia!, This show was no smash. It was a big flop. The year after it closed, it was recorded for posterity, but Siepi declined to appear in the recording. Siepi's previous outing on Broadway was in 1962, when he appeared in the only slightly more successful musical Bravo Giovanni, which was written by Milton Schaefer with lyrics by Ronnie Graham. Those of you who don't know who that is might turn to Barbara Streisand's recording of He Touched Me from the musical Drat the Cat. This is also written by Milton Schaefer. Bravo Giovanni was his first produced musical in 1962. Drat the Cat followed in 1965. And I have just discovered that Milton Schaefer died in April of this year at the age of 99. My friend John, who knows everything there is to know about musicals, is very fond of the score to Bravo Giovanni, and he was very enthusiastic when I told him that I would be doing this show on Siepi. He did not make these particular suggestions of songs that I'm going to present to you. There are a couple ballads that are very nice, but there's one aspect of Siepi's technique that I think isn't always reliable, and that is that sometimes his high notes had a bit of a flap or a beat in them. Even very early on, when he was still in his 20s, I don't know if he was tired when the recording was made or what, but I found that the more sustained songs from Bravo Giovanni, they just didn't make the best 
best possible case for the songs. And also because I thought it would be nice to have a little contrasting material and some vocal guest stars, I'm presenting you with two songs from the Bravo Giovanni score that are in fact duets. I'm not even going to try and tell you the story of this piece, which is, well, I guess I am going to try and tell you the story. It's about a a restaurateur in Rome who is distressed to find that a chain restaurant is moving in just down the street from him. It is suggested to him that he might construct a tunnel between his restaurant and the restaurant of the competitor and steal all of the food that they are preparing and serve it himself. Let's just say it's far-fetched, okay? Anyway, this first song, the argument, is between Giovanni, played by Cesare Siepi, and the manager of the rival restaurant, Bellardi, portrayed by George S. Irving, that theater legend. Signor Giovanni, it pleases me no end That once again you are my foe, my friend I view with pleasure your grand reopening date For I'll be serving on that date Your head upon a plate Signor Bellardi, here's my advice to you When business starts to flounder, serve that too I warn you, Giovanni, we'll close you in one day. The first time St. Peter's is empty on Sunday. On that unlikely day, you'll have your way, but not before. Now, you remember that I warned you just before you fell. Remind the devil how I scorned you when you go to hell. The, the summit meeting's over, over with a word. The world is war. Arrogant. Insane. Impossible. Signor Giovanni, it pleases me to know that once again you are my friendly foe. A bold opponent, exactly what I seek. I kick you and defiantly you turn the other cheek. Signor Bellardi, my cheek I turn to you. You understand what I suggest to do. You dare to insult me, you dare to abuse me. When people revolt me, they cease to amuse me. You'll come to me upon your knees, but it will be too late. You are nothing, you are zero. You are obsolete. Synthetic supermarket Nero. One way dead end street. Monopoly. Reactionary. You I love to hate. Arrogant. Insane. Impossible. The next song, called We Won't Discuss It, is another argument duet between Amedeo, played by David Opatoshu, who is the proprietor of the bookstore next door to Giovanni's restaurant and who has proposed the digging of the tunnel underneath his establishment. He has also engaged his niece, Miranda, to come and work in Giovanni's restaurant. She is portrayed by the 19-year-old Michelle Lee, whom many of you probably will remember. She's not appearing on this podcast, but this was her first Broadway appearance in 1962. What is that supposed to mean, eh? Hmm? We won't discuss it. That's right. We won't discuss it. (laughs) 
Can you see me in a ballroom with Miranda In an atmosphere encouraging romance Can you see a handsome youth approach politely And ask my charming daughter if she cares to dance It's ridiculous inane Amadeo, you're insane Let me make it very plain We won't discuss it Very well, Giovanni Daniel, Giovanni, I concur. Giovanni, I concur. So when you sigh each time she passes by, I'll know it's not for her. What are you getting at? The same thing you are, the truth. Why are you whistling? There is a law against whistling. You know what I mean. Now you are grinning. No, I'm smiling. Why? Tell me what you're thinking, huh? Ah, uh, you like it. I'll decide whether I like it or not. Tell me what you are thinking. All right. I can see it in my mind like a picture. Someone else is living in your house with you And she looks just... I know, she looks just like Miranda When did you become a marriage broken too? What an awful thing to say But I only... Go away, I am sick of you today We won't discuss it I did want to mention that the music director on Bravo Giovanni was none other than Anton Coppola, who also died quite recently in March of this year at the age of 102. Let's return to Cole Porter for the last three numbers. These songs all have very deep emotional and nostalgic resonance for me. The first is Night and Day. This was introduced by Fred Astaire in the 1932 musical Gay Divorce, which was renamed The Gay Divorcee in 1934 for the film version, which of course co-starred Ginger Rogers. Because how could a divorce be gay in the sense of the 1930s meaning frivolous? 
It was felt that to refer to a divorce as gay, that is frivolous, was something that the censors simply could not accept. So the film became The Gay Divorcee. I guess you can be a divorcee and be frivolous and flighty and fun. This is possibly Siepi's best vocal performance on this record, although I think it's sort of splitting hairs. He is magnificent throughout. Like the beat, beat, beat of the tom-tom When the jungle shadows fall Like the tick-tick-tock of the stately clock As it stands against the wall Like the drip, drip, drip of the raindrops When the summer showers So a voice within Yeppi is also great in the next song, So In Love, which, of course, was created by Alfred Drake, a great Broadway baritone, perhaps the greatest. I will be featuring him on my glamorous baritones episode coming up at some point in the future. Meanwhile, here is Siepi singing So In Love for reasons that I'm not going to go into here. I can't hear this song without bursting into tears. So taunt me and hurt me, deceive me, desert me. I'm yours till I, I'm yours till I die. So in love with you, my love, am I? Strangely, but Oh, you know 
to taunt me and hurt me, deceive me, desert me. I'm Cesare Siepi died 10 years ago on July 5th, 2010 in Atlanta, where he had lived the last 25 years of his life with his wife, Llewellyn, a former ballerina at the Metropolitan Opera, whom he married in 1962. It's already time to say goodbye, and what better way to do that than with this song, Every Time We Say Goodbye, which was inserted into Billy Rose's 1943 review, Seven Lively Arts. And here, again, I have a very personal association with this song. I remember being taken to a concert in Paris where Didi Bridgewater was singing it. I was feeling very lonely and nostalgic at the time, and this song had acquired a significance for me and the person with whom I was then involved. And so, when I hear every time we say goodbye, I also have a very strong response. Thanks for joining me, my darling friends. I can't wait to bring you next week's episode. This episode will concern itself exclusively, shall I let the cat out of the bag, with the queen of crossover, and that is none other than Eileen Farrell, who everything that she touched turned to vocal gold. One of the greatest American singers that has ever lived. Until then, my darling friends, keep the song in your hearts. Why the gods above me, 
Sing about it. There. 